We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yep. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help, you can get a roadmap, you can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. <laughs> Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Today, we have Crystal Lowry back on the show. Um, If you guys didn't hear the first one, uh, Crystal is a personal trainer. She uh, was a former fitness competitor, and now she's starting her own YouTube channel. So we can talk a little bit about that as well, but we're glad to have Crystal back. And today, we are going to talk about nutrition. Awesome. Thanks so much, you guys, for having me back. I'm really excited to dive into the nutrition piece. I think last time we just were at the tail end of our conversations and wanted to go so much deeper into nutrition. So I'm really excited to see what uh, you guys have come up with for me. I think you got some questions. Yes, that is true. We're all trying to eat healthy. We're all not everybody, but um, you want to try to eat healthy. It's coming back around again because I think it was the beginning of the year when people were on their like New Year's goals and now summer. Yeah, now we're circling back. People have probably fallen off, but now they need their summer bodies back. So totally. this is a perfect time for the episode. So it definitely changes with the seasons. But yes. hey, it doesn't have to, but no. it does. So, so we'll we can talk, talk about, about that. the fact that it does. Yes. Yeah. So let's start off right away. I mean, what is it? We're talking a little bit about clean eating. What is that exactly? Well, I think that's a term that has been thrown around so frequently, probably most often than anything else that we're going to talk about today, clean eating. So most people actually are very aware of that, and they understand that to be food in its cleanest form, its most natural form, least amount of processed, you know, trying not to eat out of packages. So that's really how I do that blanket statement. Clean eating is the least amount of ingredients. (laughs) What's going on? Paco eats the gummy bears. Paco opens a package. He's going to open. He said that. In the background, it's... Paco, he's like, he just threw it down too. Oh my Candy, God. corn nuts. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about the label and awesome. the ingredients there. That probably did not grow in the garden. Definitely. That's not. what you say, huh? If it didn't grow in the garden, then it's like a... No, well, yeah. it's not a problem, but... It's not clean eating if it didn't. So clean eating, you know, I mean, it could just be the least amount of processed food as possible. Is somebody going to eat? Do you eat something in a package? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, not a lot, but I do. But it's selective. Yes. Now, why why would it be selective? From where? Um, I'm going to look at the ingredients first. So I think that's important. Like you shop at a certain store and get it or? You know, I shop around. I'm not a particular, like it has to be one store. So I bounce around. I mean, occasionally I go to a Trader Joe's. I might be at a Sprouts. Maybe it's a Whole Foods. I mean, very rarely do I actually walk into a regular grocery store. Okay. And that would be maybe odd for our audience to hear. Very rarely do I go in a regular grocery store. I will, but I find that in a regular grocery store, it's like, wow, because of what I know about nutrition, I have to really hunt to find what it is I'm looking for. So if I'm going to buy something in a package, I'm going to flip it over. I'm not looking at the calories. I'm not looking at anything else first other than I'm going to look at the ingredients. What is it comprised of? I want to be able to read the ingredients. If I can identify them, my body can as well. If I start stumbling on words like I cannot pronounce that, I don't even, what is a blah, 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 with the disodium, uh, blah, blah. That's a problem. Uh, your body doesn't know what to do with that either. Oh. Yeah. I was going to, I think I see that a lot though, because I look at our stuff and that's why I was going to, I was just going to say, what are some of the things that you don't want to see for sure? So like, that's a good rule of thumb that if you can't pronounce the name. It's probably a problem. Or it sounds like something very well, scientific. It's a problem because it's going to eventually probably, be a problem. Yes. Yeah. You got to look, and, and, and the way something else that we might not know or the audience might know, I mean, um, is the order that they're listed in is the the from the largest quantity to the smallest. So, for example, if second is the um, sugar is the second ingredient, that's the second most prominent ingredient in that food. If sugar is the first ingredient, which in the gummy bears over here. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna get the finger for a minute. No. It says made with real fruit juice. <laughs> <laughs> made with real fruit juice. And if you flip oh it over, it's like it has gosh. a hint. 
it has you know 10 percent fruit yeah. juice so it is it's very... actually when you're done i want to borrow that like yeah. no seriously i want to borrow we'll look at it for sure let's dissect it right yeah. you know and this is oh, right now. <laughs> yeah oh gosh there you go oh wait Here. it's it's let crystal like... look at it like crystal oh look my it. gosh look at the second ingredient <laughs> what is it sugar <laughs> Corn syrup is and the first sugar. One. Oh, even better. You get a double dose. Okay, let's see. This is not a good example, you guys. This is like... This hey, is Monty, a good example a, of what hey, not Monty, to eat. Give me a favor. Crystal, you just bought some of that stuff. Let's just grab one of those. No, because I want to go through something we're actually yeah, looking at. let's do it. She got something, and we got. they said it's healthy. Let's see if it's... So you guys are new parents. Well, so let's talk parents. about this. Yeah. So as new parents, you know, you're... Um, is Harlow eating, is starting to yeah. eat cereal? More. I was just going to say, okay, so she has that stony bridge or whatever uh yogurt that the nanny bought her and i was like i don't know that i want this because i'm pretty sure that the like the third ingredient is cane is cane sugar it's up there at the yep. front start and looking say, start with the fact that it says organic too and, like she said it doesn't no matter. but the stony thing too it's organic and it says only two and a quarter percent sugar versus the competing four percent in the like leading kids yeah. yogurt. And I was like, I don't think I want her to eat this. I'd rather just buy Greek yogurt and put yes. real fruit yes, and maybe honey or something. Absolutely. In it. Who bought all this? Okay. This isn't you healthy. You get to control what you're putting in. So this is the this is kind of a big message. I know we got a lot to go over, and we're going to probably have to do a third podcast because oh we're, we're going to every every label that's in this uh, in this studio is going to come out right now. So there's a couple things I want to touch back on on Harlow. So for baby as a as a new parent, you are like, you know, you're so protective of your first child. By the time you have your fifth one, no, I'm sorry, Crystal, I know you're not yeah. having five, but huh? just two, you know, just, just two. Yeah. You carry them by their foot and you're like, say what? Yeah. Um, but you want to be, you know, first of all, um, children or not, be very aware of marketing and how things are advertised, what they're Organic, listed as, yeah. you know, what is it saying? And all the companies are out there competing. I mean, that's just the way it is, right? Yeah. Everything is competing. You want to be educated enough so you can look at these things and make an intelligent, educated decision of what's best for you and your family. So, you know, for Harlow, when you're looking at something that's already pre-made and marketed to you that maybe it's what's best, you know enough about nutrition crystal and so do you kenny that you're like you know what wouldn't i be better off if i bought the greek yogurt had some natural fruit yes, and you put just a said. little bit of honey in it because That's now we said now yeah. i get to control what i put in her body she yeah. can't make that decision right now but you can yes and that is amazing now the reason people lean more into these let's talk about yo play yogurt that's not what you're feeding her you were talking about the stony is stony bridge stony Brook? i think it's stony brook or stony something brook. like that yeah, yeah. Um, the way it's marketed is like, this is healthy for you and your baby. And you start looking at the ingredients and you're like modified cornstarch and high fructose corn syrup. And you're like, but where's the fruit? Where's the yogurt? Uh, you yeah. know, where's I the yogurt? I love how it says, orga and, I love how hey, it says organic It's no big. wonder that Harlow freaking loves that yogurt. She's like, yeah. you don't even eat the, because I make everything like we make everything like I all get like actual peas and you know yeah. do the baby food and actual apples if I'm going to yes. give her something and now it's like I have to fight now with the yogurt that's why I'm like no this stuff is going in the trash yeah. we can't so do this. So you can start to control what you're putting in and we can control what we put in our bodies that's the whole lesson here when you start to understand what you're putting in now you, you now you can make a choice so going out to restaurants for example um it's not like people are gonna say oh I can never go to a restaurant if you're clean eating but I love cooking at home, and that's just something I'm really fascinated about, and I've learned so much about food. I want to know what's going in my body. Is that why you're more? Is that why it's important to you? Because you want to know what's going in your body. Absolutely, and that is why I'm launching the, you know, the Crystal's Kitchen, and I'm taking recipes that you might get in a restaurant, but I'm bringing it home. I'm modifying it. I'm controlling what I'm putting in. I'm using the highest quality ingredients I can, whether it's you know all organic. I know what I'm putting in. I I know where everything came from. I know how much is going in there, and I'm you know maximizing how. I want that to taste and I still want it to have that wow factor so you know our film crew here Paco is like hey I get to sample your food and you're right Crystal it's like I get that food in a restaurant but I have yours and you know and so that it's that contrast and comparison to understand that I am Adam about what I'm putting in my body so let me ask you a question so okay you're gonna start you're gonna start cooking right so do you use olive oil? To I do. I use olive oil. I use coconut oil. I use grapeseed oil. I use a lot I of different oils. I ghee is good. Ghee is excellent. Okay. Okay. So let's just go through like um, what's something you're going to – Let's. What, what did you cook? Did you cook this week or was it last week? She cooks every week. No, I, for with taco. <laughs> yes. What was the last I, week? So to, um, I posted about my chipotle um, shrimp tacos. Okay. Now walk us through. Just walk us through. So you put. You're gonna. you got the pan. You're going to put olive oil in it. 
You're not going to put there's you could put other crap that's worse like no butter no none of that right well, no, like vegetable use, oil or if something. I use butter I'm going to use a grass fed butter so okay. this is where I want to you know but no I'm not going to probably use just a you know I'm not using lard I'm not using Crisco I'm not using yeah. anything like that I'm using okay. grass fed whole you know whole natural ingredients to the best of my ability now I know in nutrition we're going to talk a little about macros too I know we got all these things out here but let's just talk about that since we're like talking one, about just like oil yeah. A healthier form of oil in its natural state, and depending on how much fat you're going to eat in that day, that's way better than eating margarine or Crisco. You want to be able to separate. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody out there still uses Crisco. Oh, for sure. They sell it in the store. Of course it sells. I'm sure it's flying off the shelf for some people, not for us. But trans fats, saturated fats, you know, for marketing, when you look at things and you start to look... Okay, if we look at total fats, yeah. the average person is going to look at something and say, is this healthy for me? I can eat macaroons. They're organic. Yeah. They're Maybe. gluten-free. You guys like my animation. It's great, yeah. right? This is how I do it. I'm yeah. like, okay, let's really break this down. Does that really say gluten-free, too? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. It look, says look, look at that okay. chocolate drizzle. Organic. Okay, Crystal, so now tell us really what we're eating here. Okay. Horseshit. Well, the good news the good news is about this. The good news about this is I can actually read and identify and pronounce every single ingredient in here, okay? Now, coconut is the first ingredient, which is awesome since we're going to eat some chocolate coconut macaroons, so that's important that the main ingredient is actually what it is, coconut. Um, it's got tapioca syrup, so that's sugar. Sugar is always hidden in foods no matter what, and it's always got a lot of different names. Sugar, it's going to be syrup, it's going to be cane. Sugar is the next ingredient. Um, it's so got a the, lot of sugar. It's got the chocolate, which... How is chocolate made? With sugar. So it breaks it all down in that form. Cocoa butter, um, and it's got organic egg whites. So everything in here we can read and identify. Now, in the gummy bears... Mm, sugar, sugar, sugar. Yeah, we can't. Uh, natural and artificial flavors. And that actually brings me to a point. Natural doesn't always mean natural. Say what? What does natural what did, mean what to them? Well, like, well, How do they define natural that you're allowed to put that on there? Yeah, because it comes. it's derived from So something. there's multiple definitions. Yeah. So natural could be it has a little drop of something that came from a natural. So now we can call it natural. Yes. Yeah. And the same with fats. If, you know, by labeling, and we don't want to get too much into all of that, like the marketing, but according to labeling and how things, uh, depending on how much of a trans fat, they can still put it on the label if it's less than 1%, Mm -hmm. which means it can be a half a percent and they don't have to list it. Okay. Okay. So we'll just kind of so that. they can toy around with all these different things that can uh-huh. mimic, so that way they don't have to put it. But yeah, on it's the marketed label. that yeah. it's healthy. So again, you know, it just depends on what you're putting in your body, how important it is for you to manage and control what you're putting in your body. But I can guarantee this: anybody that's watching this, anybody that wants to know more about nutrition, do plans with me, things like that, that when they shift gears and start to be more aware of what they're putting in, not not just even the quantity, but let's start with the quality and what it is going in their body and then we start to play around with portion control their life will change things will change what will change their entire composition will change your body will not be inflamed it will not be hanging on to bloat things like that your body sends you signals that says i'm not okay with this so if you can't pronounce the ingredient you eat it anyways and later on in the day you have gas you have bloat you have acid reflux i mean just to name a few that people experience probably on the regular and they brush it off like oh that's normal for me that's what i just that is like your car having a check engine light on and saying hello i need a little maintenance something's going on and you're like I don't know why I always get, you know, this upset stomach when I eat this. Well, let's start to break it down and start to look, what are we putting in? What are we putting in? And if we break it down, if we're really clear that we're wanting to make the changes and shift for ourselves, that if we shift more to clean eating and actually focus on what we're putting in, things will shift. Your clarity will change. Your brain function will change. Your body composition, your body will naturally start to take the inflammation down. Your system will start to calm down. And your body composition will change naturally, even without changing your exercise routine. Let's assume that you're already exercising. Mm-hmm. But the nutrition, I think you guys had something on there, like how important is nutrition, Crystal? Um, but yeah, I mean, but there's, there's, so let me ask you a question because <clears throat> I want to know this. Okay. You made your Chipotle mm. tacos, right? Yes. So here, let's just, let's just compare. So quickly, what's in that ingredient? Like, what is it to break it down? So you're going to use olive oil to grease the pan. Then you're going to use what? butter. 
Well, whatever. What, what, so what's next? I didn't next? put your butter in that recipe, so but you could. So yes. So I got the pan ready. The shrimp I bought wild cut shrimp. Okay. Okay. So I'm starting. Where'd you with get the, the Where'd you get the shrimp from? You can buy them at Costco. You can okay. buy at Trader. You can okay. shop around. You so can wild caught. Wild caught. Wild, not, not farm raised. Okay, farm raised. Okay. Yeah. okay. Wild caught. Wild. Um, all I did was uh, I got some chipotle peppers. Now I did buy chipotle peppers in adobe sauce that came in a can. Okay. But I read the ingredients. So I could identify what they were. Okay. Chopped up those peppers and seasoned my shrimp with those and salt and pepper. Okay. Let them marinate and some garlic. Okay. Set those aside. I made the chipotle sauce that I was going to put out, like a cream sauce, right? When you go to a restaurant, you're like, I want that. Yeah. Well, I modified it and I made it with Greek yogurt. A little mm. tiny trace amount of mayo, because some people might lean, it could be made all with mayo, but I don't want to eat that much fat. I don't want my fat to come from that mayo. I want it to be a healthier balance. So I'm going to make it with Greek yogurt, a little bit of mayo, stirring one of those chili peppers in, the chipotle peppers, and a little bit more salt and pepper and lime squeeze. That's my sauce. Sauteed my shrimp in the pan, fixed up my tortilla. Tortilla was non-GMO, organic corn tortillas. You read the ingredients. So corn's better than flour? Uh, flour's more processed. Okay. So corn says corn. Now some people, somebody could throw a wrench in this whole thing. Oh, I don't eat corn. Corn, there's no way corn can be non-GMO. Okay. But corn, water, lime, salt. That's what the tortillas are made from. Four ingredients. So you're, look, you're just always ingredients. Always. Always <clears throat> ingredients. So don't, I, don't even just go straight to the ingredients. Screw everything else. That's yes. how when you pick something Ingredients up. Ingredients first. Because if I'm taking the average person, let's say I go in and do a cupboard clean out, and I'm pulling this stuff out of there. They, yeah. go, they go, oh, Crystal, I just, you know, I, I, I crave this, and I eat a handful of this, and I eat a handful of goldfish, and I, you know, if they have I kids at the moment. Stuff, and whatever, yeah, you know. We, we, we don't, this doesn't, this isn't even in your studio. This was for the purpose of the nutrition. No, I didn't even buy that. Rose <laughs> yeah. bought it. Rose. Um, if I was to do a cupboard clean out and find out what people are eating, this was the conversation I'd have with them. You know, I would ask them, are you open to some coaching? Are you open to hearing why this is not working well for you? Why this isn't a good snack? Why I could recommend, you know, or how I could recommend a healthier snack for you? doesn't mean you have to eliminate everything. It doesn't mean you ever don't eat chocolate or you don't eat sugar. It's really about what is it on a daily basis that you're putting in and how is your body responding? Okay, so let's talk about what we have. We okay. have, we have... Acai blueberry flavored uh, dark chocolate with some. That's a glorified candy. So, so what else do you want to know? So we no we yeah, okay, right? we, no we have we have a glorified candy. Oh, so acai that means it's healthy, okay. right? Ah, that's marketing. So we got our organic pretzels and all that. So another or glorified candy, and this is some lemon zest zest bars. I don't even know what's in that ingredients. Is that? But notice true? how. Zesty naturally and artificially flavored crystal caught on to yeah. that so yeah. if they do a like a lemon a drop of a real lemon essence yeah they can label it natural it has the essence so those, of lemon so so this is bad too yeah i didn't even read these ingredients just, just, but so yeah no i wouldn't eat that okay good so would you eat here. that crystal no i okay, wouldn't eat that so i didn't order these but let's say you go in my cupboard and yes. this is all here because uh -huh. probably people have this here of course so Let's talk about, hey, Crystal, I want this. I love these dark chocolates because I need, I need, I need at 2 o'clock or, or on something. Saturday or Sunday, I want my little chocolate. I like to have some pretzels around when I'm hungry okay. in my office. And then I, this is supposed to be a protein bar, but these are garbage. But let's say a protein bar. So what should I be? So these are the snacks right here that you see in my cover. A protein bar, some pretzels, and some so glorified you, candy. What yeah. would you replace it with? Yeah. I would probably only keep these, um, and I would throw those in the so trash. So you let us keep these. Yeah, I'd probably keep these. And then we'd cool. look and talk about the quantity. But over here, if you crave chocolate, you know, I would ask you, are you open to a better suggestion? And I would, yeah, you know, find yes. something that has less ingredients and or make your own. Okay, yeah. so but these so are out. And then protein bars, what do you think about protein bars? Protein bars are tricky. I'm not huge on protein bars, but a lot of my clients, I mean, that's something I would rather them eat a protein bar than a Snickers bar, right? I would rather <laughs> them, you know, I try to help them and look and say good, better, and best. So if people are on the go and they're like, Crystal, I need a go-to protein bar because I just don't have time to sit down and eat a fork and knife meal. It's not the way my day works. You know, I'm willing to drink a protein shake, but I don't want to drink it every day. I'd rather eat a bar. I think there are um, some good bars out there. What's Again, 
then What's I want to. What do you call it? One of my couple. favorites is actually a local San Diego company. You guys should consider maybe interviewing them. They yeah. um, started in San Diego. They're called Perfect uh, Perfect Bars, Perfect Food okay. Bars. And um, they originally started with more of like a peanut butter. And are those the cold ones that yes. are in San Oh, those I are love great. Those. Those are I should yeah. interview them. Monty. Yeah. So them those are really good. Um, it's a podcast. family owned company. Started in San Diego. Okay. I, I personally, I know the owner. I buy oh, cool. them. Um, I've been eating them for years. And, you know, but it is a full meal replacement it is balanced with protein carbs and fats mm-hmm. and um it's an amazing bar the ingredients are mostly organic but um keep in mind any bar is processed it has to be processed so you're almost eating you know something that is in a compressed form versus eating leafy greens for example but your body would better identify that than some of the protein bars out there that are marketed that are just so compressed that your body can't even digest it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and full of sugar. Now, sugar is mindful in certain instances. You know, we want to be mindful that sugar is helpful to shuttle nutrients into our muscles at times, especially post-workout. But when sugar is secretly weaved in all of our foods, and at the end of the day, we don't realize how much sugar we're eating or we're craving something, when really, if you ate some dark chocolate that satisfied your craving versus eating dark chocolate with sugar and syrup and preservatives in it, that doesn't even sound good. So that's the difference. So when you shift people to getting their bodies to start to operate more efficiently, just like your car. If you're driving, you know, whatever car, like Kenny, what's your dream car? Like one that you're like, you really like, I would love to have this car someday. I don't even know. It just any just car. say a truck. Okay. Or driving a truck. Any, or, or like a classic car. Or sure, there you go. Classic okay. car. Would you go and pour sugar in the gas tank? Um, no. Yeah. And, or would you drive to 7-Eleven and put yeah. gas in it? No. No. You would want to put the highest octane, the most premium yeah. fuel in that because this vehicle. is really fuel this is what the every food food is just fuel food for is a, fuel so if it's an ls motor are you going to go pour crap and put low yeah. octane no, no you're not so you want to look at it that way so i use the example of that your body is very similar to a car you want efficiency and you want to optimize this is not going to optimize your nutrition and what kinds of sugars are better alternatives? So, Well, sugar in its most natural form, but keep in mind fruit. sugar is still sugar. Fruit, yeah. yeah. And it's still, your body still identifies it that way, but it's more easily identifiable and it will break it down better. Okay, so I'm never going to be someone that says I don't ever eat sugar, but I very rarely eat processed sugar. Okay. Okay. Um, occasionally I do, you know, I mean, occasionally it's going to yeah, be in there. Just... I'm not going to eliminate it altogether. And I think that was another, you know, conversation that we've had even, you know, anytime we've been training and stuff is like, Crystal, do you ever crave things or do you eat sugar or do you eliminate all one thing? No, not necessarily. I live a very balanced lifestyle. Now, when I was competing, if you listen to my other podcast and you talk a little bit about competing and the, you know, the rigidity of that, which is measuring and weighing your food and like literally That's sodium crazy. and mm-hmm. all this stuff. I don't do that. I haven't done that in almost five Five years and you know there's part of me just because the athlete in me that gets very like hey let's line it up let's do that yeah. again just to do it because that is where I'm going to be operating in this you know top two percent of athletes that I'm very specific like an Olympic athlete mindset I'm going to do what I want to do for a very specific purpose for a very specific period of time general lifestyle I eat normal foods I don't eliminate any food groups I eat corn tortillas occasionally I'll eat a flour tortilla but it's more processed but I'm going to balance my nutrition all throughout the day. I'm going to make sure my proteins, my carbs, and my fats are balanced for what I want to achieve. Now, I think that we talked a little bit about what does someone do if they want to bulk or what if someone want to shred or there's fine tune adjustments to your macros. So your macronutrients. So let's let's jump into that. So let's go for it. So real quick. So if you're new, so let's just say you got the person that's like, okay, I need to, I want to go to the gym. I'm committed. I want to get healthy. Okay. What's before we go into whether they want to get bulk, shred, or just maintaining, what are some of the what are some of the recommendations like to change our change our lifestyle and the diet? Like basically, what's some basic like food? If I'm like we work in the office and we should keep some stuff around here so we're hungry. So let's say for breakfast we eat a protein shake, and that okay. consists of protein shake, you know, bananas, strawberries. We put our um, vitamin stuff in there then we do the protein powder then we might do some yogurt some kale or something like that so that's there and then obviously you should be eating a snack and then you eat maybe a lunch and then another snack and then dinner what i think a lot of people where they get screwed is they 
they cheat at lunch or they don't do the snack and they eat one big thing. What are some good snacks between? Like, what's a good lunch? Because so many people listening to this are like, okay, I'm good in the morning. I'm good at night. It's in the middle of the day. They just it goes to shit. Yeah. Well, it's, um, you know, it's all in the prep, whether or not they're going to make it themselves or hire a meal prep company so they have something readily available. If you don't have anything available, you're just going to choose crap every time. Right. Okay. You're going to choose crap. You're going to grab what's easy. Yep. The idea is the why mm. why we're talking about the frequency of meals is to keep your blood sugar even. This is general everyday health. Okay. General everyday health is to keep your system firing in all cylinders. You want to keep your blood sugar even. You don't want to dip and you don't want to have sugar crashes and highs and lows. The best way to do that is to regulate how much and what's going in and what it is. So protein, again, this is, I don't want anybody to hear this and say, oh, she said this is exact absolute. No, very, just like what you might eat. Yeah. But a very standard, you might select and say, I'm going to eat one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Some people might argue and say that's too much. Some people might say it's too little. And that is the difference and the variance between someone trying to bulk versus someone trying to, you know, just be in a maintenance mode. So let's just be clear on that. But let's use one as a general rule. So Kenny, how much do you weigh right now? 210. Okay. So let's say you, your goal was to try to consume 210 grams of protein in an entire day from the time you woke until the time you went to bed. Okay. As a general rule, let's say that that's where you're at right now. Okay. Um, let's say your carbs, we wanted to, especially since you train a lot, which mm-hmm. I know you do, let's say in general your carbs for where you're at in your lifestyle and how I know you run your day to day, let's say we were going to put you at one and a half grams of carbs per pound of body weight. Okay. And then let's figure out your fats. I would ask you questions and say, Kenny, do you crave more carb? salty or do you crave more sweet and sugary types of foods sweet you, i do you kind of have a sweet tooth probably more carbs okay. more i don't eat sweets all day because they're not in the house okay anyways but, so go but, carbs but this is a good but example craving, okay so I'd say kenny, probably carbs i would say kenny Jeez. probably craves more carbs because yeah. of his training and the way he goes day to day i think um, i do so i would say his fats in his diet i would still pick a a pretty, you know, a good mount, you know, maybe I have you at 20 or 25% fats for the day. We would figure out what that number was for you and your carbs, we'd probably bump up. Now let's just jump to Crystal real quick. So Crystal, for you, do you crave more, more sweets and sugar or do you crave more carbs? Both. Um, I'm yeah I do well since Harlow I've definitely developed a sweet tooth but before then I would have said carbs okay so the the trick for people is as I start to help them regulate their macros just at a very baseline I learn a little bit about their weight um, if I can about their body fat and their body composition and I help them and I do all the math for them so usually when I'm doing a presentation a lot of times this is a presentation in front of an audience using a whiteboard and writing and doing some math and some people their eyes just get this big because they're like I don't want to figure out that math I'm like guess what you don't have to I figure it out for you and I just lay it out so if I was to lay that structure so you know if I said Kenny I do need you protein shake for morning is awesome okay. mid morning you know what are you doing especially if you're working out in the morning i might suggest another protein shake afterwards if you're not going to make the time to eat or okay. at that time it would be actually um imperative for you especially since you train hard for you you could simply get away with eating like an egg sandwich a breakfast egg sandwich you know even a like something like a bagel sandwich you could an egg sandwich <laughs> you hey, could, i love egg sandwich you could eat that you could make it at home yeah. Avo- avocado toast is great okay. because people then are like wow i need something sustainable for my day a protein shake is great so you can get avocado and toast here avocado just simply toast, boom oh amazing right and you could throw an egg on it whether it be a hard-boiled egg or however you want okay. to do it. that would be a perfect mid-morning it could be okay. mid-afternoon lunch my recommendation for people that eat a sustainable lunch you know they eat a, a protein and again they could use their hand as a guideline if they weren't measuring and weighing food. Your hand is different than mine and different than Crystal's and so on and so forth. So we would look at that and that would be approximate for you, not exact science. If we were doing science and you wanted to but be if on you're a just doing maintenance, show. this is exactly good. Yeah. carbs could be the size of your um, fist. So lunch could be if you, you could do a sandwich, you could do like a chicken salad. Hey, I ate at like Tinder Grains today. I you know I I had um, wagyu beef. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, I had Yukon gold potatoes that were, were the golden best. and they were probably cooked in butter and they were incredible. <laughs> Cheater. She cheated. And, but I didn't make it, but it was good. Yeah. And I had a salad. I asked for the dressing on the side. So do no I mashed eat... potatoes there? Yes. She's had the Yukon gold. Yukon gold. Those are the mashed potatoes? But they, yes. they, they weren't mashed. They were golden. That's brown, what I said. They're like, not oh, mashed, crispy. but I thought mashed. Those mashed are good there. Just they so are mashed. But that just showed you guys, I went out and ate today and it was great. I asked for the dressing on the side. 
side for my salad. Do you feel bloated or anything? No, right? I'm okay. good. It was amazing. Yeah. I think tender grains. Because she a does pretty... that like once a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember last time we're like. So how many times you cheat? And I was thinking, okay, once a week. She's like, maybe once or two, maybe two, two times a month. I'm like, a month? It was shocking Remember? to you, Remember, we right? were like, because yeah. we cheat every week. Every couple day. Times. Well, how about, yeah. you know, how about, yep. well, the, like, the average person, is they're going to say cheat. At least cheats cheat. are wins. They're going to say cheat. But what if we didn't say cheat? What if we just said, I eat enjoy. for fuel. Yeah. I live a lifestyle that's balanced, which means I do enjoy alcohol, going out, entertaining clients, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and I live a balanced lifestyle where my weight doesn't fluctuate so much. I'm happy with my body composition, I'm happy with my muscle mass, I'm happy with how my body performs and how I feel, how I sleep at night. See, nutrition ties into such a, a deeper level of like the questions I ask people. How are you sleeping? What's going on? What signals is your body sending to you? And those are just kind of the basic fundamental that I ask people. I mean, honestly, we just had Aaron Taylor on here, who was former she's NFL tell, player. She's talking about that. Who was saying that they're just now, I mean, in, in the super early stages, but doing studies about if your body's in a ketogenic state, that you're less likely to have injury yeah. when you're playing sports. So that's kind of amazing. Because somebody said when you're born, when the baby's born, right, for the first, is it? The, the baby, your baby's in a ketogenic state until, for six months or something. Right? Well, basically until they start eating food. Yeah, yeah totally. crazy because yeah. they're not. Yeah, and unless so, they're formula. If you're formula fed, then obviously. But yeah. it if it's up. if you're on breast yeah. milk, like that, they're in a ketogenic state until they start eating anything that's foreign. So let's talk about um, what do you want to talk about? Bulking or shredding right now? Well, I like bulking. Okay. <laughs> So you just said, Kenny. Are we bulking Kenny up or you? Kenny. No, so you just, so basically you went through and said, that's kind of what it is. So if I'm going to bulk up and I go, okay, Crystal, I want to get to 230. So I want to gain 20 pounds, which is a lot. Yes. Um, which I've actually done. So I know, but I would have to start eating a lot more. A lot more. Yes. So when would I, like, is that breakfast, lunch, dinner a lot more? Or is that like, no, that's like every meal you eat is a lot more. You would increase the volume of your meals. And so it's it's science, right? We cannot knock science. It's science and math. If I had the whiteboard here again, we would talk about it. So we want to start to look at, there's a basic metabolic rate everybody has, which means when you wake up in the morning, your body is actually going to burn a certain amount of calories, whether you do any activity or not. Just waking up, opening your eyes, brushing your teeth burns a certain amount of calories. I mean, the truth be told, you guys just had an NFL player in here. And sadly, we could talk about things that happen into, you know, um, athletes that play very rough sports, but let's say someone was in a coma. Mm -hmm. Your body still burns calories in a coma. And it, people might have to think on that statement for just a second and go, wait, oh, someone's in a coma and they're bedridden, they can't move? Yes, your body's But their still, body's functioning inside. Yes, your body working. still burns yeah. calories. So yeah. if we could look at that from that perspective and say, okay, your body burns calories regardless, and let's throw out the window all the fad stuff of someone eating like something crazy like 500 calories a day when people did that crazy, what was it, the HGC or the, like whatever. Yeah, there's so many fads, diets. So many things out there. But let's be realistic and say your body has to function and survive with a certain amount of calories. Kenny wants to bulk. We know I would then take the math and I would say, okay, what's your basic metabolic rate? I would look at his height, his weight, his age. I'd also look at his body composition and I'd say, okay, here's my baseline number. Okay, Kenny, how many calories do you burn in a day? Now I know Kenny doesn't sit very well so just like much. me. So I would look, number one, this is key, his daily activity, how much he paces around and walks and talks on the phone and does the things he does, not including his exercise. So his total daily energy expenditure. I get the whiteboard out or I get my notebook at home. I get my calculations and I start calculating out and I say, okay, I need to feed Kenny a surplus of calories. His body's going to burn so much at work. It's going to burn so much at rest. I need to create a surplus and hopefully a clean bulk, which means not sending him to eat at McDonald's for 30 days. You know? <laughs> Back in the, the documentaries when they started diving into health stuff, supersize me when that guy went. Yeah. And all yeah. of his numbers sure. rose with the doctor and it was like so scary, right? So clean bulk, giving you more calories um, so your body can actually add muscle mass. Your, your one pound of muscle requires 13.8 calories just to maintain it, not to, not to build it. Um, but often, I'm going to lean over to Crystal here, women, uh, not that men are, you know, excluded from this, but often women undercalorie themselves and they, you know, at the end of the day, they're extra hungry because they didn't eat enough throughout the day. So they fall into that category that's called backloading, which means their body knows it needs a certain amount of calories in the day. 
And if they don't get them in the day, they're going to get them at the end of the day. And it's usually right before they go to bed. And they yep. will shove anything in their mouth that they can to get the instant energy. And the brain says, hello, hello, I need, uh, like, you didn't give me anything today. My system is starting to shut down. What's going on? So do you see how nutrition really plays a role? Like if someone actually understood their numbers and understood that if they ate throughout the day, for you, for bulking, more volume of food, more frequency, clean foods, what the quantity of them. Crystal, maybe she wants to shred. She wants to get ready for another competition. She says, hey, I'm going to go do this. I would look. I would still eat her, uh, feed her a certain amount of meals throughout the day. I would, you know, quantify um, how much she was eating and what she was eating and help her with her math. Maybe her carbs were a little lower, but her fats were bumped up. Your carbs are higher. Your fats are lower. It's always a, mm -hmm. it, and it's like this. It's this flow because the ocean always has frequency. Yeah. We always have frequency in life. There, there's always going to be flux. If we're like this, flatline means we're dead. <clears throat> yeah. So food is the same. And so if we can be more open to that. Does that answer your question? Yep. That's okay, good. Cool. Um. What do you what? So let's no, let's talk about the counting calories. Versus okay, okay I was just looking at that now. Okay, so what's your question what's, on that? What's better or what should people be paying attention to? I macros for sure. Yeah, so calories. Um, and what are macros? Macros are your macronutrients, and they're broken down into protein, carbs, and fats. Okay, mm -hmm. those are macro, meaning the largest. And then there's micronutrients, which is more of your vitamins and minerals. Okay. okay. So macros, there is four calories per gram of protein, four calories per gram of carbohydrate, nine calories per gram for fats. Notice that is mm -hmm. more than twice as much. Mm. And alcohol is seven. Okay, why are those numbers important? So if I'm going to count macros and I give Crystal a certain amount of macro count for what I want her to eat in the day and her activity level, and I say, Crystal, I want you to hit these macros, and here's your numbers. You know, I want you to hit 120 grams of protein. I'm just making these up right now. Yeah. I'm not doing your calculations. 120 grams of protein. I want you to hit 150 grams of carbs, and I want you to hit um, 40 grams of fat. I would add those up. I'd get my calculator out, and I'd look, and your overall number would be a certain amount of calories for the day mm -hmm. but those calories are now split into basically categories okay and those categories mean a lot because if you were just leaning and all you ate was fat and no proteins we're missing the boat on your macros right right so we talked a little bit about keto we talked about the nfl player and keto i am a huge fan for when people find something that works really well for them I'm a fan for that. I am not going to sit here and say, that doesn't work, that doesn't work, that doesn't work. I think there's a lot of great concepts out there. I think there's a lot of science behind, for example, keto is kind of the, the newest thing, or it's not really new. It's been around. Yeah. Um, it's just been repurposed or yeah. uh, version 2.0. Yep. But let's talk about that. There's a lot of people that are experts in keto. I am not. I am, I am more of an expert in lifestyle and balance and helping people understand this general math that we just talked about. Yep. But let's say someone leans into keto to get the results that they need. They're really, really in a, you know, a precarious situation where they need to get weight off. Maybe they're even supervised by a doctor for keto. That happens a lot. But they want to regulate and come out of that over time because they don't want to sustain that lifestyle. So they do need to learn how to balance out their foods and their macros over a period of time. And there's nothing more important than education as well as documenting. You have to be a student of the process. Yeah. If you're not a student of the process, you can't say you're well-versed in it. Try it one time. Don't knock it. Try a program, document it, journal, you know, put the notes in MyFitnessPal, whatever app you're using, and see how it works for you. Then evaluate it. Make your adjustments. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, I think that the biggest issue that I've seen with a lot of the diets is that they're so restrictive. So it's not really sustainable. So if you're saying, yes. hey, I'm doing this 30-day thing or this 60-day thing or whatever it is that people are doing – you're basically starving yourself for 30 or 60 days from the right thing back to that the your body diet. craves. It's yeah. not a long – that's the thing you like – Or you go way mm. overboard too yeah. once you're allowed to eat again. Yeah. It's, and that's, and that's what you're saying at the beginning. It's like if you just change your body and you start eating clean and healthy and you can still cheat, it's not going to be perfect – that's what you're saying is your body will change. You get what these people are doing is they're going one extreme and then they get the weight off and they go right back to here yes. and it's just back. And then they go here again. Back. So they're like, Oh, summer's coming. Let's get it off. Yes. Then summer's done. Then they get back on for winter. Oh my gosh, the beginning of the year, let's get it off. And they're doing this back and forth their whole life. And they never just say, if you just eat like this and be consistent, you can just like, that's what you're saying. It's just, you don't need to go on these crazy diets. It's, no. you, can, <laughs> you can, if you're, 
maybe in a movie or training or this or that, right? If there's competitions, yes. there's things you do. But like you're saying, is we're talking about an average person. Yes. Even if somebody is overweight right now, like tremendously overweight, and they want to take time, it's just instead of doing this, just just do it over. Maybe it's going to take you a year or two. Exactly. Yeah. Settle into the process and make an investment. Everything you guys do, it's all about what value we're bringing to our audience here, right? You know, today I want to bring that value that is like, hey, I'm bringing some education. These are things I've learned over the years. They're simple math. And if you don't know how to break mm-hmm. it down on your own, you don't have to. Ask someone to show you the basics and learn how to apply it. And then understand that you can make adjustments and you can go into maintenance. What if, for example, and I'm going to speak to both of you guys right now, what if your size never changed and that was desirable for you. Your goal was, you know what, I don't ever want to wear a different size. I'm perfectly happy, feel good, I perform good in all my exercises, my daily life. What if that never changed for you? Would that be a positive thing? Yeah. I'd be happy with that. Perfect. I think I think for us it more goes towards just like you said, what are you putting in your body? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many people I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you eat, if you do eat clean, if you ate clean for just one week yep. and then you, let's say Monday through Saturday and you, Sunday you woke up and you cheated, yeah. like you feel like I don't drink that much anymore, but if I were to drink, like I'm a lightweight too, I'm a cheap date or whatever you call it. But like if I drink, I, I feel it. But the next morning I really feel it because I've been so on, it's the working out. So the next morning I'm like, wow, I just feel it. I don't, I, and I think it's just because the crap's out of your body. And when it comes in, you just really, really feel it. But if you're drinking all the time, your body's just used to it. Yeah, well, you you're kind of used to feeling crappy all the yeah, time yeah. too. That's but you don't realize you feel crappy till yeah. you stop. And I think that argument um, would, would go the same with food. Exactly. Yeah. So if I someone's do... used to eating fast food and they don't know that they don't they don't know that they don't feel good. Yeah. Until they do. Because fast food, you feel it's like up and then crashed and you're like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I'm and I think it's important. Like the clients I work with, I always you know let them know, hey, I'm gonna meet you where you're at. Okay, great. You eat fast food 24 seven. But you're you're committed to changing that. Okay, let's talk about that. I'm gonna do. It's like a weaning process. Yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's a process. Let's go it from is, four days a week. Now we got to try two. Yeah, because you you're know, not gonna just take them right off. Probably. Let's There's say no someone. Way. I had a client of mine years ago <clears throat> who drank. He told me he drank two liters of diet soda every single day. Oh now, my gosh. I just about fell over. Right, but it was like <laughs> yes. that was where he was at. Okay, Jeez. okay, got it. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being honest, not only with me but with yourself. Got it. Okay, let's take a look at that. And he was really committed to wanting to change that and he had started working out with me um he wanted to know how can i make better choices and how can i slow down so he went from two to one liter and then he eventually got off the one liter he lost 25 pounds just from cutting the soda now number one diet soda it's also marketed as like oh hey zero calories great because it's diet right crystal like zero Zero calories calories, versus macros like what you're putting poison in your body anything that is labeled diet or anything like that it is chemically changed you know you know that outside you know what else changed. I read one time, um, and this is why I'm always so anal about juices, uh-huh. is somebody said, if you're going to grab that juice, you might as well grab a soda because it's the same sugar and garbage. I know there's not carbs, but so when I drink juices, I'm always like, is it squeezed? Or, then no, forget about it. Just give me water because honestly, juice, they said that garbage that you grab, that's just like yeah. concentrated all the sugar. It's just as bad. But going to that, is any juice good? Well, here's the thing. No, fresh I fruit. Heard, fresh, like fruit fresh fruit yeah. is better. But let's right. say you fresh squeezed your own orange juice or you went to, you know, a store that they made it. Yeah. Fresh squeeze, no preservatives. Okay, great. I love the taste of fresh that. squeeze. That's yes. why I do. That's why, yes. yeah. Now, here's what I do. I will take that. I will pour it in a glass. I'll maybe pour a quarter of the glass. And water. And I add water. I okay. dilute it. I enjoy the flavor. It. I, I don't ever. You probably get a good flavor if it's fresh. It's yeah. amazing. And, you know, yeah. yes, there is sugar. And I'm mindful of that. But, you know, all the, the juice craze way back when people aren't getting the fiber and the pulp from fruit. So you see there's just like every angle, like we could dissect every angle because there's so many things. But here's a newsflash. You guys might not be aware of this. This might be news to you. But you have to eat for the rest of your life. Yeah. So if people understood like, wow, I have to eat for the rest of my life, but yet everybody's taking on more than one task in their life, right? They're They're the laziest about it. Yes. Because we live, see, you live in America where everything's convenient. Like if you go to like Paris, like it's much different, different you countries. have to like go to the store and your refrigerator is this big and you and you buy the food just to cook. So it's it's they're used to that. They're not used to go grab. I mean, when you're in Paris, there's like very few fast food. There's like a McDonald's. We see people you're literally eating at McDonald's in your Paris and there's like twelve hundred great but restaurants. Guess why? They're addicted. Yeah, they're addicted. No, Americans are in there. You're like you're in Paris. 
it's crazy. But the, in the quantity of food in a different country, different cultures, there's a lot of different things. You know, I work, you guys know, um, as an independent contractor at San Diego State University. Yeah. So I work with a lot of um, international students. And it's amazing to me how they tell me, you know, not only just being in college and gaining the, the quote unquote freshman 15, yeah. but how different American food is and how addicted they are to things. I have a, a young girl from China. And she goes, I love McDonald's. Oh, my gosh. I said, wait, you, you love me? She goes, oh, yes. I, I feel like I have to go there. And I said, let's talk about that. We talked about that because it's chemically enhanced. They do it on purpose. Yes. This is all on purpose. It is. Um, so I think, you know, the biggest lesson here, if you are someone that is a high-level executive, you're, you know, out hustling in life like you guys, like all of us, we're all like, we're out there trying to optimize in our life, right? Mm -hmm. We're doing all these hacks. We're like, what's the next hack? How do we do this? But yet we are not doing ourselves any service if we're just driving through place. So I always challenge people and say like, well, you're prepared everywhere else in your life. You've got all these investments. You do all this, but you don't invest. Like, you can't figure out your food. So I do carry my cooler everywhere, and I know that's extreme <laughs> yeah. for some people. Not everybody wants to do that. I totally get that. I'm just going to push back and say, what are you doing to be prepared so you can optimize your fuel for your body so you can function at high level, so your brain's functioning at top level? Maybe if you're putting in a 15-hour long day. I don't know. You know, I know you guys no, put yeah. a lot of hours into your day. So how are you going to do that? You better feed yourself more... Um, High quality foods. So if you're going to cheat, what time of day should you cheat? Uh, breakfast is better. Because you you're going to burn it all day. You, you, you would be better so off just eating eat, ice cream for breakfast so if eat, you wanted so to So eat a it. shitty breakfast and not a shitty dinner. Yeah. I mean, that was that's where if you, you would. If you, if you want that, then, then have your crappy Starbucks, whatever those stupid things are you well, guys Hopefully drink. you're not drinking like the Starbucks with the whipped cream every single day. I mean, gosh. It, so if we were, again, like a scientist, Just we take shots. this and we start to yeah. we, we start to dissect it and we're like, oh my gosh, what, I didn't know I was doing that to my body. Let's talk about clogging your arteries. Yeah. With saturated fat. You know? Well, I have a question then. So, because this has been the big debate too is, is whether or not we should really even be drinking milk. Oh, let's talk about milk. Yeah, because they, I've I've heard people say that we were never really meant to drink milk. Our bodies don't know what to do with it. True. So it, that is true? That is true. So let's break it down. Okay. You're a new mom. So, um, yeah, it's always controversy around milk. Okay. So milk, anybody, a person and or a mammal, live birth, that they feed their young milk. Okay. Yeah. So let's use an animal as an example. An animal feeds their baby the milk that they produce until they wean them, mm -hmm. okay? The, the baby needs that. They're weaned off. Do they ever drink milk again? No. Picture like, I'm picturing like, you know, a whale. Do they ever drink milk again in their life? No. Do they have access to it? No. Do they pull over to the convenience store underwater? And That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. That's so, a good point. Now, now, let's laugh at it, and then let's talk about, you know, humans. We are then now, I mean, my mom is someone of that generation. Well, you need your milk for calcium. Well, no, mom, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, so now, but yeah, my so mom, there's osteoporosis and everything. People will use that. Yes, but calcium you can. But get then you can greens. But then also yeah. you, okay. you okay? Do you take supplements? Yes, I do. Okay, so what's what do you take? Yeah, I take vitamin D. I take a multivitamin. I actually, you know, currently and have been for ten years using all the Isogenics products. So I okay. do meal replacements. Um, they have both. Do you do fish oil? I do. They have they have their own brand. Um, there's another one that if someone wants to buy, not that brand, Udo's Oil, spelled U yeah, like umbrella, D O. Um, mm -hmm. That's a full spectrum. Your omega three. That's, six that's and what nine. I put in our shakes. That's good. Yep, absolutely. How that's much good. should you put in? Uh, it usually says one tablespoon per fifty pounds of body weight, um, and depending on how many times a day you're going to do that. But if you in did one tablespoon uh -huh. in your shake, then you're going to get some. Let's say you drizzle some on your salad at the end of the day, you would get oh, some. But okay. I think the overall, oh, so, so put it in some food if you're going to cook too. You could, okay. yeah. Okay. You could. So, so does that have fish oil and stuff in it? Or? That Udo's oil is fish free. Okay. So those oils are derived from plants. Now some people are vegetarians. Like, see, the conversation can go lots of different directions. Yeah. Now some people are okay with um, doing fish oil, and it's going to come from cold fish. You know, most people aren't going to crack open, you know, and eat sardines. You know, they they some people are not going to eat kipper snacks. Some will. Um, and I sardines, but I wouldn't crack it open. Anymore. Yeah. Um, so they're going to get it in the most condensed form. So there's a lot yeah. of companies out there that market the purity of that. You know, I know Isogenics, um, their quality of foods and things like that. So I use that. So yes, I do 
still supplement as as no matter which way we slice it if we were to grow our own food um, it's organic because it doesn't have pesticides and you're controlling what's on it but our soil is depleted which means our food is not uptaking the same amount of nutrients as it was maybe a hundred years ago so supplementing I have found for myself to be instrumental mm. in on top of my food um, you know just like we're talking I'll go back to the milk real quick you know milk is marketed and sold as it's fortified and it's this and it's that however our systems aren't designed to digest the milk after the stage of infancy period okay so if you're going out to dinner with friends what's better a glass of wine or liquor i say wine a glass i say say glass of liquor with water oh. straight up. Hard yeah. alcohol first and depending on the purity of the, of the, of the alcohol, Bam. right? But here's the here's the challenge with wine. A lot of us, I like wine too. I love wine. But I've learned a Monty's lot about like, wine. I love so it. <laughs> I don't have my phone right Paco, here. Look at Paco. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to find my, my uh, a picture. Flush those gummy bears down. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Send that back, oh, back over there. Here, wash it down with these. Yeah, can we, can yeah. we air mail it over there? Woo! Um, so the interesting thing, uh, people don't realize how much sugar, again, is hidden in things in alcohol. I have a picture. I'll share it with you, Crystal, and you can share it however you choose to. Maybe um, you guys can actually do it as a, a marketing information. But after the alcohol has evaporated from a clear bottle of wine, there's still, like, this much sugar in the Oh, glass. my gosh. Okay. I knew there was a lot of yeah. sugar. Now, yeah, yeah. the other part with the wine, I like wine, but too. But it's grapes. <laughs> so you think. Did you grow those grapes? It's natural. <laughs> no, but I saw them on the vines at the winery. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and the sulfates. So okay. in, yeah. in the United States, sulfates are a preservative, and wine cannot be sold without them. So unless you are going to start your own vineyard and you're going to go out there and stomp the grapes um, and make your own wine... And it's not regulated. You know, you can make your own, mm-hmm. but all wine. So it's tricky. And why do people feel like such crap after they drink sulfates, a preservative, and or too much wine um, because of the sugar? This is why on my on my last episode of filming in my Crystal's Kitchen, I made a healthy margarita. And I've got many other cocktails coming, um, especially for summertime. <laughs> cocktails and desserts and recipes. Yeah. Why? Because Francisco's we're talking. Francisco's like, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about balanced living, right? Which yeah. means... Uh, a white Russian is going to be tricky because yeah. <laughs> we could use, you know, quality, you know, organic vodka, but there's still going to be some form of cream in there. But we could be selective yeah. of it. But again, that would not classify as a healthy cocktail probably anywhere in my <laughs> recipe book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be happy to make it for you if you'd Prince like. Just like, I'm going to get her to. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll make it for him. You yeah. know, I'll make him happy. Chris is gonna be. Like, I need this with that like and this. What? what the I know, right? Yeah, that would be. I should. Tr- oh, Chris, that's a good yeah, idea. Right? I'm gonna try Ooh. it. Coconut, well, you know, non dairy. We could try it. That might work. I'll try it. Yeah, I have an espresso martini. It's really amazing. Espresso martini is awesome. Um, about your show. So, yes. um, how often are you? putting stuff out right how often like we do well well monty over here has us doing stuff like every minute of every hour which is awesome Um, you guys are doing great stuff i'm excited to be a part of it so how often are you going to put it out and then what's your goal with like the show what is the whole goal yeah so really i realized that the show just had to happen Okay. Because of what we're talking about today and food. And I'm in my kitchen and I'm creating all these things and I'm enjoying it. But I have so many friends and clients that would love to be able to be a fly on the wall in my kitchen and learn a little bit more. And that they are eager to try it in their own kitchen and duplicate it. Um, and so it's almost a disservice for me not to do it. So I've I've now you know invested in that part as a, as a full business to film and to start launching some of those videos by June of 2019. Um, um, the goal will be able to build the library to launch at least one recipe a week. Cool. Um, and then continue to filter in, you know, tidbits throughout the week, you know, what's in Crystal's cooler and why is it in there? You know, mm-hmm. when she comes home from grocery shopping, what is she unpacking and how is she prepping? How is she getting, you know, some veggies prepped that maybe her afternoon snack is eating I think some you hummus should, and um, veggies? I think you should also somehow vlog you going shopping. Yeah, food. I think it's awesome. So 
Um, Francisca can bring the uh, DJI handheld perfect. Sony 6500 and film you around. Because that'd be cool. No, what you're grabbing the ingredients, mm -hmm. where you're shopping, what you're looking at. Because yeah. I think, and then where you're going. It's it's really about adding the value, <clears throat> showing people what I do. I actually years ago I thought you know I underestimated that it was of value to anyone, and I'm now learning. Hence the reason I said the show is kind of morphing and taking shape of its own is that people are asking and wanting to learn. I had you know a friend of mine message me today. Um, he's a single dad of four kids um and he's so he's kind of like the single soccer dad and mom yeah. and uh you know he said crystal i'm loving everything you're doing i'm loving the crystal's <laughs> kitchen but can you um you know create something that's for the on the go soccer mom and dad because i need a little bit more assistance of what i could do and i thought you know people are asking for certain things so the show is you know what i'm building right now and what i've already been spending some time filming is is getting ready to be able to start publishing in june um uh, on a weekly basis continue and then filter in throughout the week um, all the, you know, my amateur shots, maybe me even filming myself going to the grocery store, but just like what you're talking about, the questions that people have and let it take its life of its own where people start asking questions like, hey, I'm a new mom and I heard that, you know, am I not supposed to give my kids milk? I want to be able to intelligently answer their questions and give them baseline information. Um, I have fun doing it. I'm happiest in the kitchen. I really, the way I express myself is through food um, and that's what I really love to do. And I thought with the power of social media and what we've done with tech technology now it's not just exclusive to people that are close to me in San Diego it's for everyone and so um, by the end of the year I hope the library will be built bigger where I can launch much more going into you know 2020 mm -hmm. um, just through collaboration and network and people reaching out and watching this and sharing it with someone that they know that it could make a difference for because you know people want to live longer they want to be healthier they want to be happier they want to be in a good mood I mean I don't think you guys have ever seen me in a bad mood nope <laughs> nope. I mean, and we've seen you, like, we've been around for a while and you've gone through, you know, a lot of things. I mean, not yeah. a lot, but you've gone through a couple of, like, life like transitions. Changes. Yeah. So, absolutely, I would say that I've never seen you in a bad mood and not without your cooler either. Um, <laughs> so, it's like, no, no, like, this is a real lifestyle. Like, she's a real person. Yeah. Touch her. Touch her. She, yes. does. she my, really does it. Um, my last question for you, if yes. you have a last one, um, is... Uh, we don't have to talk about your age. You can see your age, but you can. Have, have, I mean, I'm have, happy have, to have you, you know, help people. I think I know her age, but um, is your eating changing? Is your eating going to change as you get older? Like from With 20 age. to 30 to 40 to 50, if you eat like you do and you eat clean, healthy, should your eating change? Not Let's really, say you're no. not trying to shred or bulk, or you're just I'm. I maintain. work out. I want to maintain. Nope, it wouldn't change. Okay. And because in since that wouldn't change, guess what? My clothing in my closet wouldn't change unless I just that, want that a new was, that, that unless I want a new outfit. Yeah, the okay. size is the same. I don't have to worry about. It. I don't have, um, you know, I personally don't have three different sets of clothing in my closet, which the average person does. I work with people oh, on a really? daily basis. The men and women, yes. Oh, I never even thought about that. If you think about it, the average person has about three different sizes in their closet. In this day and age, in the convenience of fast food and that. everything that's going on, oh, I didn't know. And that. They said I never, you know, I never thought about that. And let's just dive. Yeah, let's dive a little well, you, deeper. You since, don't change in size since either. Kenny, you're wearing the perfect shirt mindset today. What's happening? I, I said this in my last podcast, but what's happening between the two ears? So now, Kenny, I've left him with something he's going to think about and go, "Wow!" But imagine for a moment if you're that person that you're like, someday, somehow, I will get into those clothes again. Somehow, someday, somewhere off here, I, I, we don't have a calendar right here, but I don't know where someday on that calendar is. There's no definitive, there's nothing about that. There is this commitment that says, I am no longer going to hoard and hang on to this size of clothing that doesn't fit me. Uh, that's not even going to be in style when it fits me. If someone needs to lose 50 pounds, let's just say realistically, and we committed that they're going to take a year to get the 50 pounds off. Now, most likely, if they have the right accountability, the right program, they're going to get the 50 pounds off a lot quicker than that one year. Okay. But let's say they committed to one year on the average of losing one pound per week in a healthy way, in a healthy manner, and their mindset followed suit because the mindset is what's really That's what it's all about. They're going to look in the mirror, and many times when people lose a very large amount of weight, 50 plus, mm -hmm. let's even go 100, mm -hmm. they look in the mirror and they see themselves as the same person because they haven't done the inner work the health coaching, the, all the things. So this all ties into nutrition. I, I want you guys to hear this, and I think it's important for our audience. As a personal trainer, I service my clients by assisting them in learning form and function. 
without nutrition, I'm doing them a disservice because they don't have the optimal fuel to fuel their body for the goals that they're trying to achieve through their physical body. Without the health coaching and the psychology and the behavior modification and the support and the reinforcement of all my years of experience, as well as what they've maybe gone through, it's, it's kind of like it's a, it's a table, a three-legged table, but missing a leg. And that is why I am so passionate about what I'm doing. The Crystal's Kitchen is like this off-on-the-side hobby because it's how I feed myself. And I think it's pertinent to all of you now. And I'm, I'm getting such great feedback. It's taking that form on yeah. its own. So, you know, those are some of the more serious sides of what people deal with when they're wow. trying to tackle yep. all of this. <clears throat> and I know that you can appreciate that, Kenny, because we've talked a lot. You're wearing the shirt mindset today. Crystal and I spent a lot of time together as her life changed because of becoming pregnant mm -hmm. and becoming a mom. And, you know, I'm just, you know, watching you guys. It's like, ah, oh, um, I'm actually getting a little emotional right now because it's um, people come to me for they think one thing. Yeah. And they realize that they've left with something completely different. Yeah, it's funny. We were talking, um, Aaron, who you met today, yeah. you know, before we talked about that. And he was just um, saying is um, people just they don't get started. Like, and the thing is, is like the th why we have this show and value add is that like Crystal and I are OK talking about our relationships and being yeah. open and talking about all this stuff. And um, it's and so many people, what we were talking about, are have a tough time having a conversation with the person that they've been 20 years with in their life across the table, on yeah. the couch, in the bed. They can't even, they, they, maybe they're struggling. We're like, hey, I've got clothes in the closet. And that person needs to lose weight for a health issue. But they can't even tell them. They're not even comfortable to tell them how to lose the weight. Yeah. But we were talking about that is because they don't even have the tools and the experience to have the conversation. Yeah. And for you, like he was saying, He's had a crazy life. It'd be a, it's going to be a great podcast to listen to, but crazy life, crazy story, kind of like a David Goggins. Awesome. And um, <clears throat> and that's what I was saying is, is he was saying I'm not smart about this. I'm like no, but you have experience. Like yeah. you have experience, and that's what I said is of eating healthy for 30 years. And most people fluctuate. Like and even for me, I'm like man, I can't even eat healthy for a straight week without cheating. That's just but that's just me. But I'm willing to go. But I'll go run 10 miles in a week and kill myself. But I know when I and I know when I cheat a couple of days, I'm like you're paying the price go run the stairs do this but i know i need to do that but you're right though people can't even just the three sets of clothes it's not even it's it's a it's a mindset they can't even break and say get rid of them make the set yeah. go and, and never yeah. look back and yeah. then you see people in the gym that are working it down that are just so committed because they're like whatever it was maybe somebody in there sometimes you need the scare yeah so, and, and it's the fear it is a scare oftentimes it's a, it's it's a, a fear. family it's member fear. or it's somebody fear based. you know yeah that is some sort of health scare or the yeah. or the that person in your head yeah. that's usually the thing in yeah. their head that's beating them. You can't do this. You're never going to do it. You know, all this. Yeah. And I'm here to help those people that are really serious about change. Yeah. You know, it's not um, for the faint of heart. It's, you know, and I don't mean it that way in a disrespectful way. I mean it in a qualifying way that when people are really wanting to make those changes and they're committed, um, those are the conversations we have initially. And so I am available to help and I want to help people in all those facets. And I, again, it just kind of has morphed into all those things over time because when you really look at people's lives and you understand that we've all gone through ups and downs and personal things and business and we're all trying to keep it together but many times you know behind closed doors they're struggling because they can't throw away the clothes or there's a multitude of things we could talk about but um, again it's about adding value and showing people that there's experts out there to help them um, in an area that they might not be well versed in and just like I'm not well versed in filming myself so I hired a crew I yeah. got your guys' crew which is awesome um, and so it's those kind of things you know you yeah. just break it down you keep it simple and you recruit the people that are um, well versed in the areas that you're not. It's so funny because Aaron said the same thing about yep. having the team. Aaron was the big thing about the team. It's true, right? Yeah. Setting yourself up. Somebody's got to go, babe. Oh, okay. Um, how can people find you and learn more about nutrition and hiring you and stuff like that? And then are you. With the new stuff coming out in June, are you going to be, do you already have, like if somebody hires you now, is something going to change from June now or do you, you already have it? My programs are already in place. Okay, cool. Yeah, my programs are already in place. So you can find me at crystallowry.com. Um, my first name spelled out C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, last name Lowry, L-O-W-E-R-Y. So you can find me Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. I do have um, the Crystal's Kitchen Instagram handle as well. And I have two YouTube channels. The Crystal's Kitchen is really in the beta stages as far as getting the content mm -hmm. up. 
Um, but by June, we'll have some content up. And so then I'll be, you know, definitely um, leaking out that, you know, subscribers can go over there and so they can get those recipes. But um, the programs are already in place. If someone, you know, wants to work with me, you know, standalone nutrition or more of the health coaching, um, all it does is, you know, to reach out to me through the platforms that I have, send me a message and let me know you'd like to schedule a consult. The consult is not going to cost you anything. It's an interview between you and I. Find out if we're a good fit. Find out what your goals are and how I can best help you. Um, and we hit the ground running. It's like, like no joke. You know, I just started working with a client that lives in Texas. So you don't have to be local. Okay, um, cool. It can all be done via the phone. It can be done through FaceTime. It can be done through Zoom and email. Most of my clients are not local anymore. Just like you guys, you know, I've kind of um, created a business that is can be done anywhere and, um, you know, really help people anywhere they're at in their life. And you, at the end of the day, you build something for them and then there, you're really there just to be accountable for that person that just is having trouble going, that has the three different outfits or three different sizes. It's like, we got to get them out of that. It's because it got him out of the mindset. Yeah. As a coach, you know, I can lay the plan. It's their job as a, as a student or the athlete to execute the plan, but I'm there for them to lean into because oftentimes it's not their spouse or their significant other or their best friend that's going to be that one that really, you know, holds them to what they signed up to do. It's the person that, you know, cares enough about them, but has an unbiased opinion, but knows what their deep goals are because often they share it with me and not someone else. That you're they've coach, been married to for 20 years. Yep. I'm a coach. You're, you're there to <clears throat> call the plays and make sure that, that, exactly. that they stay on track. And I love doing it. Yeah. It changes people's lives. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, guys, today we talked about um, the shit food that we have in front of us. <laughs> um, let's see. To wrap it up is don't look at ingredients. Do not look at all the the organic and the gluten-free and all this, because honestly, that really doesn't mean anything. And the percentage of fat and all that. If you don't understand what you're reading, probably don't buy it. Uh, If you're going to drink alcohol, liquor is better. I was (laughs) right, and you're wrong. Straight liquor. Avoid all the sugars and the preservatives. That's where you're better off. If you're going to shred, bulk up, and all that, it really comes down to your weight, and then backing it in from there. Math and science. Yep, math and science. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I would say at the end of the day, it's going to come down to your mindset. And if you're, you can't, you're not going to be perfect. There's no way nobody's going to be perfect. Crystal just is not going to be perfect, but she knows that she eats a tortilla once a month. 90, 95% of the time she won't. If she cheats, she probably feels guilty and goes out and works harder the next day. The good um, news is I don't feel guilty and I, I don't do that. And so. by the next time she comes on here, she will know how to make a healthy white Russian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for our film crew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, awesome, you guys. I can't uh, thank you enough for having me on. Yeah, again, that was fun. Um, and contributing to you know not only your audience but the audience that we haven't even met yet through the networking um, and doing what we do. So thanks again. And yes. It's yeah. awesome stuff. I'm thanks sure. I'm sure everybody got some nuggets out of today. Absolutely. Cool. I got some. Thanks, Crystal. Thanks, you guys. Know. <laughs> your mom bought it. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.